We're off to the races. Hello. How's it going, brother? Dude, I'm on cloud nine after that party on Sunday. Hell yeah, dude. I got fucking lit at my aunt's house. Smoked so much weed. Uh, didn't didn't drink too much, but uh, it was a fun That's, night. Yeah, I, I was I didn't I had the glass of champagne, but I also got violently high. Dude, it was that Durban poison. Man. It, the White Widow pin. The other the dude oh, gave true. me too. True, you I got hit, hit. I hit my pin. Then he's like, "You want to try this one?" And I'm like, "Damn it!" And I took that, <laughs> and hit that. Then you're like, "A uh, bull, Durban poison," and I'm like, "Fuck!" You hit the Benjamin button. I hit everything at once. <laughs> you hit, hit the Benjamin button and the Benjamin Franklin. <laughs> yeah. Yo, now is the time to wage fucking war against the hypocrites, bigots, and all you weak-ass phonies that never really rebels, only survivors. It just it uh, fucking. Well, I here's remember, the worst. I walked it, back in there, got a plate of food, and it was one of those things where it was like almost. I was so high, it was hard to chew. Oh, you were high school high. I was like, oh my god! Like, and there's like three women sitting across from me talking, and I can I feel like they're all just staring at me, even though they're not. You were I'm just high sitting school. They're trying to eat, and I'm like, fuck, dude, fuck. <laughs> and I was just about to say that was probably the hundred percent sativa I gave you, <sighs> because uh, I gave Bay's stepdad three clones of Durban Poison, right. Excuse me. And he grew them outdoor all summer, and they live up in the mountains, so they get, like, nice high-altitude, fresh, clean air, that shit. sunlight all the time. These plants blew up. He got more than a pound off each plant. It's incredible. So he's just been, like, Johnny Appleseed with fucking weed. Just Dude, like you Johnny Appleseeded me. <laughs> like, I still haven't even gotten through my goddamn fucking shit I grew, dude. Good, good. But I, yeah, I, that shit was... That shit's good. It's... And that, But because it's 100% sativa, this is... I'm normally an indica guy, but the, the Durban poison has kind of shifted my perspective on it because I feel like it's the first sativa that like actually does what you think a sativa does. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and it does. They even they even warn like you smoke too much, you'll get fucking paranoid as hell. So what's your like, stance? You'll get high as shit. What's your stance on weed psychosis being a thing or not? Hundred percent real. Okay. I think Do you I feel think like you, you've had weed psychosis. Definitely, bro. De- Is that like the, when you're checking the blinds thing or something? You know? no, I don't you're know like, if it's oh, a check in the blinds. Like For me, and I've talked about this before. Well, you know what? Huh. I say you p- pull up the wiki on it. Let's see what we. I will in a minute, but yeah, let, yeah, me, in a let minute. me just say is that like. Uh, I've talked about this before, how like uh, social media and all these things kind of compound and exacerbate each other. So like I would go into weed psychosis, but like I was playing in a band. So like at the time my ego and my image was like really important, like how my band was doing, how like we were being perceived and like, I would sit on Facebook or the internet and just like be like, oh, this person thinks I'm gay or like, oh, this person thinks, uh, and like I would smoke myself so anxious and so stressed out, not to mention that like my self-worth at the time was really low. Like I'm saying, I think there's like a lot of like compounding things that go on to produce 
anxiety to produce like i don't think it's just like anxiety isn't just like a chemical in your head like it's a lot of compounding things and i think i did smoke myself schizophrenic to the point where i was like i gotta get off social media you know like i gotta stop (laughs) engaging you had a hard pivot in your life due to the the weed psychosis when here's the best part is that like I can still smoke a fuck ton of weed now, but because I got my life in order, I don't have the anxieties I used to have. I I have different anxieties now and I still get stressed out and I still like struggle with like some perception issues and things. (coughs) But for the most part, like I've excised a lot of bullshit to Mm. where like when I smoke and I get into the weed psychosis, it's like I get high school high and it's fun. And like, I'm just like, you know, playing Vampire Survivors, which yeah. is like the best fucking game ever, by the way. I'm sure. totally going to spaz out on Vampire right, right. Survivors. In you want to give bit. yourself weed psychosis real quick with this uh, pin here? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of which, as I pull the wiki up on it. Let's, have some, yeah. let's get some weed psychosis going, maybe. What about you? You ever you ever smoked yourself insane? <laughs> I don't know. I, I feel like I have that th- like some of those things you talk about, but it's like with all old stuff like cringy moments that happened in my life and I get so high that they come up in my head and I'm like why am I even thinking about this you know that's like the only thing I can kind of compare it to I don't think I've ever had like definitive cannabis psychosis you know there's uh, there's no cannabis psychosis wiki page but there is substance induced psychosis huh. and then there's long term effects of cannabis maybe that's it Dude, the wiki e-bagging Transient has gotten so... Transient psychosis. Okay. Okay, here we go. So it makes you trans and crazy. <laughs> is, that what, is that what it is? I don't think do I have that's that exactly right. Do I, I have don't. that right? Let me, let me read it. Okay. Uh, as of 2017, there was a clear evidence that long-term use of cannabis increases the risk of psychosis regarding regardless of confounding factors, and particularly for people who have genetic risk factors. But see previous section. So if you're already schizophrenic. Yeah, it's going to make it even worse, which yeah. is probably what happened to me. My, my grandmother had dementia. Like, I'm probably like, I'm fucking wigged out. Dude. I, the weed does not. Help. I'm on the way there. My pops is pretty bad. Right. So I'm on the yeah. way there. I can't wait to. Maybe that's both. Why, that's why we can both like pierce behind the veil. Yeah, I can't know? wait to like ungracefully become a fucking lunatic later in my life. It says right here, though. Even in those with no family history of psychosis, the administration of pure THC in clinical settings <laughs> has been demonstrated to elicit transient psychotic symptoms. <laughs> and now I give you 14-year-olds getting high in this modern time. <laughs> and it's not Reggie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's not Reggie yeah, anymore. These exactly. kids don't know mids. Yeah. It's fucked yeah, up. We, we were talking Dude, about that yeah. yesterday. I was like, yeah, that's kind of fucked up when you think about it. Like they're getting like they're getting that fucking foo-foo strong ass weed. I mean, like just getting brain melted at 14. <laughs> look at a fucking high times from uh, like the 70s. Yeah. And it looks like grass clippings. Yeah, it, it looks, looks like, like lawnmower shit. It looks like that shit you peel off the bottom of your lawnmower. Yeah. It's fucking garbage. It's total swag. And yeah. then you look at shit now and it's nice, pure, puffed up, <laughs> like crystally, well manicured buds. And yeah. some of these THC contents are like. On average, anywhere between 15 to 18, sometimes 23, 25, at most 28%, almost a third. Which is crazy. And and then, not to mention, you have the extracts, people dabbing and shit. Like, <laughs> I there's never like, got... There's something inherently like um, fiendish and yeah. like, addict-like about doing dabs. It's it's devilish. Isn't there? Like, it's, <laughs> yeah. like, it's very much. Like, people who like... Like everybody's had friends that do them, but do you, like everybody knows that one guy that that's like all they do. 
Bro, like, I think we're both smoke. thinking of one guy that I was in a band with. No, nah, not him specifically. I know people that was worse than him. This guy, this one guy I used to buy weed from, he used to like, I mean, he would make his own extract. Like, you know, that man is just smoking butane. Like, yeah. He's a he's getting psychosis, but not for that reason. Well, I I did to, you know, to these fiends credit, I did learn that you can get your own extract if you have like a nice nug and you cover it in wax paper. And then you put, you like press it in a uh, a hair straightener. Oh yeah yeah yeah. You turn a hair straightener just on. Just enough temperature and you just, to like melt. Yeah, the you resin warm off it up it. and then you squeeze it a little bit, and then you just scrape the wax paper and yeah. you have like a fat dab. That's like the get. That's like the ghetto version of how they actually like extract it. Ghetto dabs. Yeah, that's, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's not bad. But I never felt the need to it's get into ingenious. dabs. Yeah, one like you said, it's very devilish. But two. All my friends had rigs and would always smoke me out. So it's like, why the fuck would I ever buy like a thousand dollar dab rig? Yeah, it seems like it's uh, dabs are like to weed what like sex nerds are to like, you know, normal sex. Like all yeah. the people who need to have like swings and like all that fucking shit. And- well, let me ask you this. Are you familiar with the like um, glass piece like trader community? What do you mean? So like oh, again, wait. I think yeah, like these these guys that I knew, they collect them like their art pieces and sell them to each other and shit. Well, check check this out. Right, so somebody would get one, you know, like a twelve hundred dollar, sometimes two plus thousand dollar piece, which is right ridiculous. So check it out. Right, they would buy it, they would use it for a month, and then sell it to their buddy for like basically the exact same price and they would just trade it around. So it's like you were only out the two grand as long as you held on to the piece. Yeah. And then you would you would let somebody <clears throat> else use it, get your money back and then do the same exact thing with another piece. And so it became this weird like trading, almost like how like we collect magic cards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's with like $1000 <clears throat> glass pieces just to dude, like get fucking, fucking high. Like salt blew this one, dude. He's this is like this is heady piece. My favorite phrase they always used was, look at the function. What function? Look at the function. <laughs> it smokes weed. <laughs> it smokes weed. Dude, look at the, look at the <laughs> vortex function and how the bubbles come up. I know. I've talked trash on. Look, I just don't. <laughs> listen, I've talked trash on, like, subcultures before, like the sports communities and, yeah. like, sneaker heads. But I will say, like, glass rig dab heads. Who are into like the Funny. trading community? <laughs> you might be up there with furries. Bunch like, of goddamn butane monkeys, <laughs> <laughs> idiots, <laughs> fucking weirdos, man. I swear. Yeah, I don't know, but I, I definitely feel like I have been like weed psychotic before. I just I get all twisted and crazy. I'm a kooky guy. You gotta go kill people. <laughs> Sometimes I get a little kooky when I have too much. Too much weed. <laughs> a little too cookie. <laughs> Get a little psychosis. He would have a little too much weed. <laughs> I'm a crazy guy. <laughs> I'm in the Facebook main office. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Dude, I really... I, I am really curious about these, like, YouTube chef pages you had me pull up. Yeah. Because I know y'all talked Some about cool it. people. Y'all talked about it on LITR, but who are these two guys? Well, I have Wawawa, who is a Japanese alcoholic, um, a very popular streamer apparently in Japan, who just streams his like kind of daily life. It's like relatively mon, you know, it's mundane for the most part, except that it's like kind of he lives in like pretty shitty conditions. Like yeah. he, he clearly lives in like a box apartment, and mm-hmm. he's usually cooking somewhere he should not be with like open flame. 
Like you shouldn't yeah. you shouldn't have like a gas burner open flame like on a tatami mat that's made of straw. <laughs> like Fair. it's not a great move, you no. know, when you're cooking. Uh you also probably shouldn't have like your mouse and keyboard next to you when you're like doing stuff with liquids, you know, a lot of liquids like right. soup or so, you know, you should cook soup next to your mouse and keyboard, which is apparently on the floor. I mean, dude, I, I, mean, put, a, I put a beer here one time yeah. and the fucking boom stand knocks and it, it over. Knocked it yeah. over, yeah. And it's like and then also he likes to um he cooks on his bed sometimes, just the open flame on the bed, you know, that kind of thing. It's pretty it's pretty intense what he does. But, Which um, one should we pick? Should I pick the most revolting looking thumbnail? Try to try, yeah, try and find the most revolting one. Like it's there's a you t- so that's just like what a piece of that's meat like with tempura. a stick through it. Yeah, he's doing a little tempura there. Um, right. Anytime he plays with is a f- that dessert, this looks like maybe some that chocolate is not balls. dessert. That's, that's the, not dessert. that's the one me and Colin watched last night with the pork belly. It's pretty horrifying. That's like the best introductory one because it's uh, it's kind of gives you the full sample of how. All right, yeah, I feel is. like I need to watch this one or the so. beef or the beef in the microwave. Like he his microwave is fucking horrific. Jesus fuck! Like he's it's insane. Um, he rules. So this was uploaded three years ago and has three million views. He gets a lot of he got a lot of fucking views and uh, he's really fucking popular in Japan. That hence why none of his shit is like translated from Japanese because nobody knew about him. I think outside of Japan, really. <laughs> And again, I can't even remember how I came across this channel. I just spend hours watching really stupid shit and finding really stupid shit. I hear this song in my sleep. I've spent so much time watching it. Alright, some nice gray pork belly. Yeah, he's got some pretty nasty looking pork belly there. I love this fucking song. Just sawing this fucking meat with his Victoriano Swiss Army knife, and and no no cutting board, just cutting it on, on the, the plastic floor. it came with. Well, you can tell the mat on the right side is clearly his cooking mat. Just oh, nice! He's got he's got a cooking mat based and a upon mat. color of it. He's very excited. He makes a lot of grunts and. Odd noises while he's cooking. We got some sake. What's all the fucking? I wish that's, I could read. It's a stream, so this is a live stream. So that's how the live stream works in whatever service he's using in Japan. Oh, that's, nice. That's and commenters. so that's comments and yeah. People. If you see W's, when you see W's, that's their LOL. So you'll, you can at least tell what's going on then. <laughs> like that's LOL. Oh, nice. Putting just a lot of alcohol. Now some soy. Is that soy sauce? It's either soy or oyster. That's just straight MSG. No way. That's MSG. No way. Yes, I promise you. That much? Yeah. That's all the cayenne, all the chili pepper flakes you can find in the Yo, world. that motherfucker just like dumped, like, I'm sorry, that was now, like. Someone who like you. That was hood Kool Aid levels of sugar. It was, it was fucking just salt, though. It was, it's <laughs> not even salt, it's MSG. It makes us so good. I think that's why he's all fucked up. If you look at his hands and shit. You like, know that's what it stands for, though, right? Oh, just whole eggs in there. Nice. You're going to boil them. You're going to boil them in his rice cooker because that's what that's for? Yo, um. You know MSG stands for make it so good. Right? Yeah, it makes it so good. <laughs> make a sodium go up. Okay, so now everything's burnt to a crisp and very black. It's filth. Yeah, it like it like scorched the fucking like chili powder and shit. Cause you, I don't think he put it. No, it's actually probably just the oyster sauce that cooked in or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah, whatever sauce was in there reduced down. You gotta have a little little Holy treat on the fuck. side. I love his little sake pour though. Like that that little pot's pretty sick. 
What's what's funny though is that like so you guys were describing this yeah. and it actually wasn't the person I was thinking of. So I see these like TikToks on Instagram and like these really like low quality clips yeah. of like dudes in like a fucking disgusting ass apartment. Like this is really isn't that bad. At least he's got a he's got a cooking mat. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like oh just missing <laughs> yeah he's missing he's, the poor he's fucking completely housed. it's because he's fucking house dude he's just taking shots and live streaming yeah. <laughs> honestly I Colin doesn't agree with me but I think this guy's life rules like, I was real. just about to say it probably it does like so he, he's eating the best pork belly look at that I mean it might have been gray when he put it in but it's like it's okay now it certainly he, has yeah. flavor uh, what that flavor is I don't know but it has flavor. Mm. <laughs> that fucking awful looking egg <laughs> Bro, the egg is like The color of the oyster sauce Like it bled through the fucking it's shell nasty. Dude, this is it's, it's This is pure, too much It's pure filth What is he putting on there now? That's wasabi mustard, I believe He uses this, too, okay, that's He uses enough. like He uses too much of everything That's kind of his thing It's pretty sick, honestly That's enough I need, this, I need a palate cleanser Who's cooking with Jack? I don't know if this is gonna be a palate cleanser, but yeah, we can do that. Oh um, my god, who's who's this? Cooking Jack with guy? Jack is like a pretty legendarily bad YouTube chef. Like he he's he just keeps pumping out videos, and he's just fucking terrible at cooking. You know, it's just like you you. It's one of those things where somebody posts something and you wonder why they do it because like he does it like it's legitimate, you know, and it's like but it's always bad and fucking terrible. Okay, this lazy man's enchiladas looks absolutely horrific. I just love that every like I just love the lazy man's like thing, you know, like the very the moniker itself is awesome. It really tells you it's gonna be like good, you know, <laughs> like <laughs> like just the face. He has like a lazy man's version of everything, and it's all just terrible. <laughs> And told me about oh my god, the yeah, hit me with these fucking double ads. Yeah, they're really, they're really shitting it up off. these days. YouTube doesn't get enough crap right now. They haven't gotten crap in a while, and I think they deserve. Yeah, a all the heat's crap, on Twitter. Honestly. Oh, which by the way, I heard Musk said he was going to step down. Is he going to really? Yo, he's doing Fruit Ninja. You saw that, dude? This guy's killing it. I mean, I love the editing. It's very simplistic. It feels like it could be the intro to a '90s television show. I mean the clothes, hey, the filter. Doing? Damn, is that his wife? Man's episode. My friend Lisa Strada, give me a hug. Give me a hug. Right. Uh, no, that's oh. not his wife. That's not his He's wife. He had to ask for a hug. Since he wants to hit. Damn, look at the rack on her, huh? I know he wants to hit so bad. Can you imagine the disgusting sex those two would have? And she does this all the time for her Bible study. It's like the first thing to go. In fact, it's the only thing there, so it is the first thing to go. But they love it. So uh, I just have to I have to preface before we uh, let her unleash her. There's recipe. so much stuff um, in cans. I went, I yeah, the, all of this is just enchiladas. canned ingredients. Green, that's so like the worst. That's the sign of a fantastic chef. Red or green. All right, let's let's yeah, get, get, through. get to the prep. We don't guys, need to listen to him talk about it. Oh. Brown it all together. She so gonna okay, dig, the the, dig those fucking ball scratchers in there, huh? And you're gonna smash it. Why are you smashing the chips? Why are there chips going in your enchiladas? That in your big oh bucket. hell no! So first of all, she barely smashed them. Why, why? Yeah, she just gave him a light squeeze. She didn't even smash. Oh, that bag's been pulverized. Then the next thing you're gonna do is dump your whole jar of salsa. Oh my god! This you didn't even try and spread it out. Medium size. 
Stamp it all in there. This shit hurts. Is this what you then do in your free time? This is what I do. Yeah, I get mad at YouTube. Cl- what? Get red sauce Yo, there's not up. even there's not even enchilada in there yet. Yo, I'm starting to believe all the incel article, incel hate articles I've been reading lately. Yeah, I hate. I just hate this because she's a woman. I'm only mad because it's a woman cooking. But she's in her place. Why does that upset you? She's a trad wife, clearly. My nice bronze trad Dude, wife. If she's got <laughs> bronze, if she's got bronze trad wife. long, poorly done <laughs> French manicured fingernails, making lazy man's enchiladas for Bible study. You want to lock this bitch down? She is the fucking color, the the tactical gear color, coyote tan. Give it a good, good that's her skin what, is that color. That's what she tells them. And this is a white woman. That's what she tells them at the the, the tanning salon. She tells them, I want, I want tactical gray. You see this booty hat? I want to be that color. It um, it's not too dry because when you bake it. It's not too dry. I mean, every, the whole thing's wet. You dump the can of sauce in there. So all What's she's the milk do- doing? All she's, no. All she's done is made slop. This is, this is, is this goy slop? This is goy slop. This is goy slop, isn't it? This is goy slop, dude. Bruh. Damn. God damn. All evenly. Oh, my fucking lord. Now, what you're going to do is take your spray and just spray the edges really good. Also, give it a quick spray all the way I've never been in a house that has a hotel pan that size. Jesus Christ. Oh, that'll fit in there? It's that a... You can't... Just because you mashed a bunch of shit together doesn't mean you can call it a fucking casserole. This is... Wait, they're trying to... They're trying to pass this off as enchilada slot? I don't even think we've gotten the enchiladas yet. I think this is it. Oh, it's Lazy Man's enchiladas. Yeah, so no, it's horrifying. I think they're just making deconstructed... (laughs) It's just like enchilada lasagna. It's like like enchiladas if you chewed them up and then spit them out and then melted cheese on top of them. Yeah, that's what it is. I feel like I'm getting... That's the Lazy Man part. I'm getting robbed, though, because this fucking Bible study lady is... I want to see Jack. Yeah, I wanted to see Jack cook something. There's one where he cooks, like, incredibly raw chicken. I want to see... Like, he cuts it at the end, and he's like, delicious, and it's like, that's raw chicken. He said one hour later. Damn, that shit took an hour to cook. My mother is Sorsha. All right, we are not watching any Disney ads. Fuck that. They really just don't stop with that shit. Yo, I need the... Cooking with yet? No, I need the the chicken. Where's the chicken one? Lazy man's pot roast. Oh, there's oh, got to be one. That looks like a good one. The barbecue one's at okay. That looks the ribs actually Traeger turned out smoking. all right. Three, two, one ribs. Okay, well you can't fuck up on a on a Traeger. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm trying. To, is there chicken? The chicken one. Thanksgiving, dude. I don't know. What are you thankful for? <laughs> Not having to eat any of cooking with Jack's food. <laughs> so this is what you make your Discord buddies do. Yeah, this is... Uh, you, you hop on there under weed psychosis. Ladies, guess what? If you date me, this is what we'll be doing. <laughs> I don't know if that... I hope that sounds appealing. I have a, I would have you strapped into the chair, fucking Clockwork Orange style, having to watch cooking with Jack videos. It's like that, uh, that scene from Dahmer, but instead of watching my movies, you'd be like, we're going to watch my cooking shows. We're watching Wah Wah Wah. <laughs> then you can leave. <laughs> and then you have to like cook along with the video Trying as you're watching. You. Yeah, too, she's, he's, he's made me cook Lazy Man enchiladas 20 times this month. And then you yell at her. You're like, no, <laughs> we do that on the cooking mat. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
You're not allowed to wash any of the dishes after either. Damn. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like that uh, Bible study lady. She'd be right up your alley, though. You yeah. Should, we should try to find her. Give me a nice, a nice fat trad wife. Dude, she definitely see. That's leave. the thing. Though. She would leave her husband for you. See, the, the the memes always try to sell you the trad wife is like a blonde chick in a dress, you know, flower dress, living in a cabin. Really, it's a fat suburban housewife. No, there's two. There's two kinds. <laughs> there's two kinds. There, there is, you know, your fat suburban housewife for sure. But then you also have the hot blonde ones, but. They are so just fucking like Trump obsessed and drink the Kool Aid and yeah. like they're like let's go Brandon sluts yeah and they're like on Xanax and Starbucks yeah. like driving like a suburban yo soccer moms like causing yeah. like Chris Jenner style traffic accidents yeah they're yeah. on the soccer mom speedball or no excuse me yeah that's that's their name right Caitlyn Jenner style traffic accidents yeah that one <laughs> yeah I don't know man I did want to. Since we were taking a YouTube deep dive today, I did want to. I wanted to do an actual, full, uninterrupted Peter Kane presentation. Okay, because we've talked about him so much, right? But have you have you ever watched like this clip, the original? Oh, uh, oh, I've seen this one. You've seen the oh, the yes. okay? Oh, well, certainly. I I still at this point I'm a hundred percent convinced it's a bit because he got a TikTok. I'm not. I think it actually happened. I don't know. I think he actually got raped. That may have happened, and he might just be repressing Stop it. Fucking like you're denying his like shared experience or something. His lived truth. That one. <laughs> one of those buzzwords. Yeah, the the thing. You know, you're the thing. You're not allowed to do that. Yeah, Peter Kane. He had me for a minute there. He had because when I first found his page, like obviously there was there was this video that made me like discover him. Yeah. But then he had like the DOS. He had like Bigfoot foots. He and had the whole th- yeah. He had the full thing. He had a specimen. He, he had, had hands preserved. He had, and I guess that's just a testament to like how talented he is as a prop builder. Whoa. But uh, I don't know. There was a while there where I'm not gonna lie. Like I was watching Peter Kane videos like. Not really sure, <laughs> you know. Like Gaia, Gaia ain't got shit on this guy. No, dude. for real. Like, if, yeah, I don't know. I just want to watch Gaia the classic. Ain't got shit on him. What <laughs> happened this spring? And I come back here because I want to conquer my fears. But I never come back here without a gun or without a dog. I have Jupiter with me. He's got Jupiter. Right now, Jupiter doesn't seem real big, but he's a tough dog. Oh, <laughs> cocker's bang. Yeah, he's very tough afraid. looking. Of dogs, this is a fact. Look, I was molested. Did you notice that cut in the video there? Sasquatch. It's a fact. And hearing all this in the news of like Al Franken and Roy Moore and Donald Trump, it just it just brings it all back. It's like I got PTSD, so I got I'm watching TV and I see this about our president molesting people, and I'm thinking I've been molested. You know, nobody wants to help me. <laughs> I've been molested by a Sasquatch, and I know a lot of people are saying that it wasn't a female Sasquatch, that it was a male Sasquatch, and it wasn't. It was a female. I'm not gay. <laughs> of course. Not, that's the, that's, that's what I would say. That's the exact like same thing I would assume. It was a female Sasquatch. <laughs> Raped by a guy? Or any kind of male thing? Never. <laughs> I was. I was looking for my dog, and she it's like she barreled out of the, out of the bushes and it knocked me over and started pulling my pants off. It's unfortunate. You know, it felt good. I, I hate admit to see it. it. It felt good. I'm 
Sasquatch got that. Gor- know, you know I'm they got that gorilla grip this. pussy. You oh know my they God, do. God, yes. <laughs> Don't you be, what am I gonna do? <laughs> Just a crying <laughs> shot. Of I the love dog. the cut. That cut sick. The cut to the big yeah. dog. <laughs> One day I'm gonna see that Sasquatch. I'll see that Bigfoot. She'll be sorry for what she did to me. You'll be sorry when you did Sasquatch to Peter Kane. That was a huge mistake. I like him saying in the video, like, Sasquatch is going to see the YouTube video. Was, you know, you know you're going to, you should have done that, Sasquatch. Biological, I just blew my load because I had to. Blew my load. <laughs> he said, of course it felt good. I, I know that feeling. Short. I just she blew my load because I had to. Home. <laughs> she didn't even give me a river. See, that's honestly the she biggest, that's the biggest rimmer. problem. That's the greatest crime. Didn't give him a rimmer. She just fucking used me for my sperm. I know she's got my baby out there in the woods. <laughs> I find her in... Ladies, she's got my baby. I'm lesson to learn. Don't forget He's to give him... He's gonna divorce baby court baby Bigfoot. Home. He should. I'll call it Chaka. <laughs> call it who? <laughs> oh, God, I want to get revenge. <laughs> oh, Sasquatch, you're dead to me. How dare you do that? <laughs> she didn't even kiss me. <laughs> See, that's terrible. That's terrible. <laughs> she didn't even give me a oh, river. God that. damn it! <laughs> He's really stuck, stuck on that pit. I'm the one that's. I'm suffering. Nobody wants <laughs> to help me. <laughs> uh, that's a... <laughs> I like the fucking crying cut with the dog. Just the dog and him crying. <laughs> Just a cut. I mean, this guy... I admire his editing skills. This guy is, like, really on one. Like, when you follow him on Instagram or his TikTok or anything like that, like, the guy is actually unhinged. Yeah. No, like, I mean, he, this like, is a he, funny bit. Yeah, this, like, is him, this is him acting. This is him acting. Yeah, it's, it's like, I mean, it's a funny bit. Even his, like, normal. He gets, like, so mad on, like, lives and stuff. It's hilarious. Dude, I told he you about like the he's time. he's all the time. You know what I'm saying? Well, there was that one episode. I can't remember which one, but I, I talked about the time he fucking blew up at me on a live. Because I never, I sure, never comment. never asked him a question. I know. I, I never comment on lives. I never even watch lives. I'm not, like, <clears throat> on social media like that. I like to go into Martin. Caballero the Third's lives though. Does he do lives? Yeah, he's he's back on Instagram because his old Instagram account got nuked. But he does some. And he goes live like every morning at six a.m. and just is insane. And he just is Martin. Love to get him on the show, dude. Martin, if you're listening, I just think he'd be terrible. As I a think guest. he's he's one of the five listeners. Yeah, he's he, got to be. He has to be. <laughs> he's our biggest fan. Him and the guy who from Waukesha. I get all my best ideas from him. Yeah, him and Daryl Brooks. I get all my best ideas from those two. It's like the two halves of my brain. Well, yo, uh, speaking of comedians like Peter Kane, dude, what do you feel about comedians who like laugh at their own jokes too much? And there's two that come to mind. Who, who do you are think... you talking about? Okay, there's two that Comedian come to mind. Comedian gossip's my favorite. All right, all right. There's two that come to mind. Who do you think they are? Um, and I actually like them both. Let's say... Huh. Oh, I'm trying to think. Bert Kreischer's one. Well, I said I like them. Oh. So it's not Bert. <laughs> Got your bitch ass machine. They both start with an Eat S. Eat a dick. Uh, Stav was one. Stavy baby. Stav and... And Shane. Shane Gillis? I don't know if you've noticed, but he always... he Like, he bro laughs after, like, 
every fucking thing he says. But I also think that's like part of his shtick. Well, that's kind of what I wanted to talk about is like, how much is it? We get it. Seltzer. Yeah. How much is it like fourth wall breaking? Like being like, oh, ha ha. Like I'm, I'm one of you guys. I think this is funny. Ha ha. Or if it's like, if it's some kind of like programming to be like, this is funny, laugh. You know, it's like, the thing is like, I find both Stavros and Shane. Playing mind tricks on you. But they're like immensely funny mm. without, but you know, when you watch Stavros clips too, like he'll say something and <laughs> like, yeah. right. He'll say, hey, what do you do for a living? Oh, you're a carpenter? <laughs> like, even on Rogan, like. laugh, but yes, I know what you're saying. And I mean, like I said, I, I find them both to be like wildly funny. But yeah. the whole laughing at their own bits thing is like, I don't know if it's like insecurity, but like they don't, you don't need to sell me is all I'm saying. I think it's also, I think it's like probably insecurity performance thing. Cause they're both like still relatively kind of new to the comedy game and like sure. really blowing the fuck up. So I can imagine the pressure of that is probably immense. I could see that. And uh, wanting to just be funny all the time is probably, probably a really fucking hard act to keep up. For sure. Like you're the court you, jester. Because you look at how much they're like in public eye now too, like podcasts a week they're doing, like where they're at, like Well that's yeah, the public doing, eye, you fuck, know. It, dude. it used to be comedians were imagine. only in the public eye on late night shows and specials. And now you've got podcasts, YouTube, you know, clips, everything. Like it's, you said, you have to be on all the time. Yeah, and Stops had to deal with a bunch of weird retards like worshiping him for years. And now he's trying to like be a normal kind of mainstream comedian. So I'm sure that shift dude, is weird. all the Redditors all all the redditor comments I read about Stavi are all like, "Oh well, Mister Sold out your friends and blah 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 and all this shit." I'm like, "Sold him? No, I think he just realized like you can't grow beyond Cumtown being on Cumtown." Yeah, <laughs> like That's I fair. mean, I mean, I guess you could say like they pivoted to the Adam Friedland show, but it's like maybe they're trying to grow out of it, but they even had to kind of shed the Cumtown thing too. Yeah, like. You can't be taken seriously when you're on a podcast called Come Town. You just fucking can't. Yeah, no, I get that. I get that. I, I was just thinking about because, you know, Stavi was just on Rogan. And then I also notice it in all his crowd work bits. And then also Shane in every podcast he does. Yeah. And even in a special, like, he's like, you know, <laughs> yeah, after yeah. like, and it's like, dude, I do know. And I, I do, do. I'm laughing. I already think it's funny. Like yeah. you don't need to like drive it home. And it's and, it's a reinforcement. I think. Yeah. I think it's like a strategic reinforcement to just be like, this is funny. What I'm saying is funny. Yeah. It just I feel like you know you're talking about him driving the bit home of she didn't even give me a rimmer. It's yeah. like sometimes the laughing I feel is like you're taking the bit too far. Is like yeah. The way I see it maybe is yeah, like no. Uh, I, I agree with you. How about when uh, I likened it to. Like when singers, I find it so cringe when singers, if like a, if like a crowd is not feeling a band and then the singer's like, come on, everybody, <laughs> clap, your, how it, clap yeah. your hands. I hate stage banter. No, hate, yeah. <laughs> I'm All, not going to fucking do that. <laughs> you know, it's like laughing at the end of your joke isn't going to make it more funny to me. You know, maybe subconsciously to some people it does, but yeah. And I mean, I feel like I even when I make little fucking goofy one-liners, I still laugh at my own shit. Well, of course, but I'm not a comedian, so yeah, we're we're joshing. I'm I'm just a retard, and I trust me, I I think it's perfectly you know possible to make yourself laugh. Yeah, but just like literally after everything you say, it's like fucking drop it, dude. Yeah, I do have a problem with Stavi being on H three though. Enemy of the show, enemy of every show I've ever been on. What's funny, actually, those were... Ethan Decline. That was the picture I saw all the Stavi hate comments on. 
was like, you sell out, you fucking faggot. Yeah, and, I, and I, would, I would agree with those guys, okay, honestly. Right, I yeah. would agree with those guys. That is just purely for views and a bump. For sure, and I, he may have just been, and he may have been invited on there because Ethan was talking about how everybody's like a fucking fan of his, and they they're like, finally he's here. Like they, I think they've been after him for a while. Yeah, because Ethan again, Ethan's just doing his normal thing where he's like trying to chameleon into a new crowd, you know. But I, he honestly, I think he hates doing the podcast. Right. I think he's sick of it. He cancels it all the time because of COVID. Uh, you know, I saw him do a li- a live show. There was a video of him doing a live show. He's massive now. Yeah. Massive. It's insane. Well, his tickets in Richmond were like hundreds of dollars at the fucking Funny Bone. (sighs) For like a group of four was like 250 bucks. Good Lord. And you could only buy them in like twos and fours and stuff. Oh, you're talking about Stav. Yeah. I'm talking about Ethan Decline. I'm sorry. My my brain, I was... I took a I took a sip. Oh, of you're my drink fine. In my you're brain. fine. But yeah, no, I mean, I just uh, so yeah. Ethan is playing stadiums and shit. He's or doing like live. She did like a live show somewhere in in L. A. And it's like big theater. But he's also too scared to fucking go do anything. So like he was like posted that he was sick the night before. Um, he had like 103 fever. All right, if you got 103 fever, dog, you better be at the hospital. Right. What the fuck? Yeah, that's pretty bad. Like, and he's like. He's like, pray for me, live show tomorrow. And then he's like, still shows up to it. And I think that was him wanting to not do it. I think I think he's fake sick to not do things. He's like, canceled meet and greets because of COVID. Like, nobody's canceling things really because of COVID anymore. Yeah, well. Even in he, L.A. Wasn't he also like a big virtue signaler for all that, though? I mean, he has to keep oh, the I don't, stick up. It's not even a virtue signal. He, I think he's genuinely that fucking terrified. You think he, he's I think that he knows, out? I think it's because he knows he's fat and overweight and he will die. Yeah. He's I think he knows cheeseburgers that. on yeah. the mic. Or, or he's doing anything he can to sit at home and eat Doritos. Yeah. And one of the two. You know. But Yeah, I don't know enough, like, Ethan lore to really know much about him other I than, know. like, everything that you tell me. And it, he's just got such a punchable face. His whole attitude's terrible. His whole, every, it's so smug. The, like, the few clips I've seen, the way he sits back and his hand's always out like yeah. this. Yeah. Are you fucking limp wrist? Like, dude. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's repulsive. Like, to anybody, to any, like, normal, upright adult man, he's, like, genuinely repulsive. Like, he's a man baby. He <laughs> yeah. looks like a like a baby man. He's genuinely like, repulsive. He's got baby fat and, and like, yeah, I don't know. It's, 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 I think, I think being a, being the kind of person that Ethan is does that to the body, I believe. You know? Yeah, it's got to be a lot of just, like, your energy, like, your body. You almost turn it. It's like when you get the ring of power and you turn into Gollum. Yeah. You know, it's like you become exactly. you become this, like, center of this subculture, and you have to keep this image up to where you start believing your own bits, and you turn into this literal Gollum of a person who doesn't leave their house and looks like Ethan Klein. What, po- what podcasting does to a motherfucker. For real. <laughs> yeah, if, if you actually, like, take it that far. Yeah. <laughs> what being a successful podcaster does to a no if you if you think that like if you legitimately think that like podcasting is like a way to make a living forever and like i don't know if, if like if that's all you're fucking doing if you think that like you deserve i don't i don't Uh-oh. fucking know unless you're <laughs> unless you're like one of the funniest people or a top mind like people like ethan klein who do outrage shit the fact that he makes a full-time living yeah. off like dog shit takes you know yeah d- running literally you know, like the, the the like audio equivalent of grabbing an electric that's fence. what i'm saying he's people, like Ugh. people like that <laughs> people like that don't deserve to make like a full-time living sure, off sure. being in the public eye right you know mm-hmm. it's just like dude do your thing fucking jerk off get on discord talk with your friends whatever but like 
I don't know. There, there's too much trash out there. That's like, and I mean, you could even argue that like we're trash, but we don't even we don't yeah. even take ourselves well, seriously. I, that's I, the thing is when you take yourself too seriously. Yeah, that's I what we always warn. Making against. like stupid trash stuff. Which is like kind of what I do with Lifting the Ruins. Like it's just turned into like junk now, <laughs> and I love it though. <laughs> and that's kind of the fun of it. Like, well, yeah, you just do that. Like I think trying to like they're trying to do a show like the way our podcasting would tell you to do it is like the gayest shit in the world. <laughs> like I'm not even gonna. Okay, lie. well, <laughs> take for instance, <laughs> like, uh, it's just the, so gay. The first the first podcast we ever did. We tried a format. We had an idea. That we shit tried was doing. Gay. We tried doing research. Yeah. We tried like having outlines, and we're going to talk about this, and then we have to transition to that. And it was just like, no, it just no. <laughs> no, no. And that's and it again, just doesn't you, work. You go on our podcast here or anything, and they're be like, oh, get this mic and get this and get a, a light, and it's like, why? So you can look like every other fucking streamer. So it can look professional. Or oh, it's so, like, dude, I know yeah. the lighting in this basement yeah. sucks. You only pay a dollar. Great. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, Y'all dude. Get grainy, grainy videos forever. <laughs> yeah, what do you want us to have ring lights like all your other fucking We're gay schizos. streamers that you watch? Like, get the fuck out of here. This, this looks like it looks like a it looks like the, a grain one of the grainy videos from that PlayStation Two game where you just murdered people. Do you remember that one? Was it like Hitman or something? It was Manhunt. Manhunt. Okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was that game where you just murdered. You know, and it showed like the shot of like someone sitting in a room with like a bag over there. They head. actually modeled it, that's that what game it looks like. after this basement. That's, yeah, we're they actually. Modeled, <laughs> this is the interrogation room with the lights on. This yeah. is what you don't see in the game. Yeah, this is actually a CIA black site. Oh my god. <laughs> well. Um, I did have a few other things. It wouldn't it wouldn't be Uncle Ted's if we didn't talk about some three letter agencies. I did. I wanted. A, all right. Quick yes or no, or quick fuck him or he's cool. Lex Friedman. Fuck him. Thank you. Yeah. Nobody likes that guy. I never liked him actually. He's I, a spook. Well, first of all, yes. Look at the way he dresses. He's got to be work at MIT. Dresses I think, in a suit. Okay, so I think he's Adderall a, addict. He's a pseudo intellectual for sure. And there's a lot of snake oil salesmen and people, the Weinsteins, like, oh, basically whatever Joe Rogan calls, like, the dark web intellectuals or whatever like that. It's like, dude, Big that's, brain. Just, <laughs> that's just a bunch of fucking nerds yeah. jerking each other off over, like, dog shit philosophical takes. And, like, okay, maybe the Weinstein guy had something going with his, like, telomere thing or whatever he goes on about. About, like, oh, the- telomeres, yeah. about, like, mice and lab mice. He did some big study and figured out you know how to like lengthen the age Did of Jeffrey Epstein fund that study. <laughs> I don't know. I'm actually surprised you don't know about this. There was uh, some cool stuff that the Weinsteins did, yeah. but that's the thing is that again, they turn into golems. Like these people go on Joe Rogan, like Lex, you're a professor at MIT. You're not a fucking stud. Like you're not salt Bay. You're not a fucking like internet star. You're not, you, you are a fucking nerd that people come to sometimes because you say some profound shit. Yeah. But I think the combination of just like the chip on his shoulder, the autism yeah. and, and the stress of being in the public eye, like people like that again, like you should be making contributions to mankind, not podcasting. Yeah. Like I, I no matter. Yeah, exactly. It's like you're just circling the fucking toilet bowl, <laughs> like and, and of grifting doing anything and making of money. Yeah, instead of like doing anything of like note. Yeah, I feel that. That's actually yeah, that's very good. I yeah, I don't know, and I've I've never really liked him, and fuck him recently because he's been doing some like lapdog shit and just being 
just a fucking loser like he Elon, is. please let me run Twitter. I'd be great at it. It's just shit like that. I don't even want to be paid. Yeah, and I don't Sure even, thing, intelligence guy. I don't even know anything about that Twitter thing I said earlier. I literally, on the drive home, saw a headline of an article that says, Elon Musk says oh, yeah. he'll step down. It's going to be Jared Kushner will be the next guy who controls Twitter. <laughs> Either that Mark or my of, fucking words. One of the Qatari people he, he was He was in the with. picture with fucking Kushner. He was in the picture with uh, some Russian propagandist, too, that lady. There's a lot of cool meetings of minds going on. Well, no, so you saw that picture of, of him and Kushner. Apparently, mm-hmm. there's, like, some super hot chick that's also, like, Putin's, like... Nice. One of, one of Putin's lead propagandists. That's cool. Who was there with Kushner and Musk. And Musk's sitting there just taking, taking selfies like it's nothing. That's cool. Oh, and notice how Musk is allowed to have alcohol. In Qatar. He, there was pictures of him with like wine glasses and like drink glasses. So I'm assuming. The rich, the Richie Richies get to drink up in the skybox. I'm box. just assuming. They get to drink up in the skybox. Yeah. You know, I, not to insult the, the great Qatari nation, but um, I feel, I feel like that whole alcohol thing, it's like the, the top guy's got to be doing it, right? Well, of course. Like, like, and they're just telling everybody else not to because of Islam or something. Yeah, it's like got to be some. It's got to be some religious shit. Because I mean, I just some of those other crazy parts of videos the world. you see of them with like the swagged out cars. Like they have all the trappings of the same kind of like you know dumb kind of L.A. wealth thing, minus but on an even higher level, but minus all the partying. So I'm like, what that does? It's got to be some religious shit that's yeah. just like law. Um, it is really funny though. I was thinking about I even I made that meme and posted on her story a while back when remember when they first got to Qatar at the beginning of the World Cup and there was a bunch of people in uh, like rainbow jerseys. Yeah. And they got arrested and people were forced to take them off and shit like that. Yeah. And it was funny watching people like short circuit over that because for so what long we were also told not to be Islamophobic. Yeah. And we should respect other people's cultures. So in my mind, the Qatari people in their government, hey, World Cup's there. If we want to play by their rules and we all agreed this is what it is, then if they if if it's like it, against the law to be gay, they're probably not going to like seeing all that shit there. <laughs> yeah, it's I very, mean, just I'm just sorry. I'm just putting two and was, two together here. Yeah, it was very funny to watch like um, Western culture go up against that. Or like the the hedonistic part of Western culture that's and very not know wrapped what to up, do. and not know like how to approach being upset about it. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's like, well, am I allowed to be mad about it? I'm not sure. And like, I saw like stuff from the other side of um like the stuff they didn't show. They tried to make Qatar sound so fucking terrible. Yeah, like in the news because they're like, oh, they won't let anyone do gay stuff. Like, and then like <laughs> it's like, but they had some of like the greatest hospitality, like. When you get out, they're like fresh fruit, water, like right there. There's guys just handing it out to you. You don't even have to fucking pay for it. Yeah. Like at the stadium. That's and like, not like they were doing processed all, seed oil. Yeah, bullshit. they were like it's rolling like out the red fruit. carpet for these people. And they're all just like, but I can't wear a rainbow flag. So I'm upset about it. And it's like, I feel like if that rule wasn't there, they wouldn't even have like thought to do that. You know what I'm right. saying? It's like this very kind of like heel planting that Western culture feels like it has to do, but specifically just for like that kind of thing. Yeah. Like the whole world has to be gay, well, no matter and, what. And there are outrages. Like if you look at just about anywhere, there's like an Olympic stadium built, or anywhere yeah. there's like a World Cup stadium built and shit like that. When these cities bid on this stuff, you're always going to have internet 
activists come out of the woodwork and be like, well, actually, this country doesn't pay their blah, 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 and this country treats blah, 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 and this country has done X, Y, Z in the past, and yada, yada, and so they don't deserve it. And and it's this constant, at some point, <laughs> it's almost the same argument as like, we need to give the land back to who was here first. Right. It's like, you... Stop. You can. Everybody's dirty. Well, like, stop projecting our values onto another culture that's like well established and done its own thing for so long. Well, that's that's like, one point, right? I, that's one point for sure. But I guess it, really the other the other side is how how often how many times can we keep doing this? Is is really what I'm getting at? Is like how yeah. often is just from here on out the status quo, the cultural norm, to just like anytime anything <sighs> happens. Uh, people get outraged about it. They call out all these injustices, and then the thing happens anyway. Yeah, yeah, right. Because I mean, like, people were up in arms when you know the the Olympics were in were in China. People were talking about the Uyghurs all yeah. over the news. Oh, we don't hear about the Uyghurs anymore because guess what? They're not building a stadium in China, so they don't need yeah, to put it in the nobody news. Cares now. Yeah, nobody, nobody cares anymore. Yeah, but guess what? Back you you still think that shit's going on? Probably even worse now. Yeah, because the, because the heat's off. Yeah, I think the argue, argument can be made to not like pedal outrage in the first place because like it's not really going to do anything and yeah. like you're not going to care about it in two weeks but then it also that's like assuming that like these journalists and stuff are actual good people because yeah. i one of the things i wanted to clips i wanted to share was something uh was was a fbi statement so did you hear about all the 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 twitter fbi kind of scandal thing the going twitter on? files that came out by like you know uh was it Barry Weiss and a couple other Aaron Mate? I think were the first ones who did the like after Elon gave them the files and right. shit, and like it kind of revealed just how deeply the level of collusion there was between like a federal law enforcement agency and a big tech company, i.e., Twitter. And basically, their goal was I didn't read a whole lot into it, but I'm going out on a limb and going to say it had a lot to do with censoring what kind of stories were put on the platform, what kind uh, of speech was allowed, what yeah. kind of theories were permissible, what yeah, kind of who, so who, got, I, who and who didn't get banned. Like, have you heard the statement from the FBI yet? I uh, I'll I, play I it real quick. I think I saw a thing earlier, but I'd love to I'd love to hear it uh, in audio. Ooh, Fox News clip. Our first response from the FBI to the Twitter file dumps. The statement reads, the correspondence between the FBI and Twitter show nothing more than examples of our traditional long-standing and ongoing federal government and private sector engagements which involve numerous companies over multiple sectors and industries. As evidenced in the correspondence, the FBI provides critical information to the private sector in an effort to allow them to protect themselves and their customers. The men and women of the FBI work every day to protect the American public. It is unfortunate that conspiracy theorists and others are feeding the American public misinformation with the sole purpose of attempting to discredit the agency. That, Justin. John. <laughs> I would like to remind everyone this agency was started by a cross-dressing pedophile. <laughs> by the way. Oh, thanks for that context. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, it, they basically took... Uh, they're gaslighting. This is classic gaslighting where they take <laughs> blaring <laughs> something that's so obvious and in your face, which which we would call, OK, uh, the FBI 
colludes with big tech to, you know, censor shit and propagandize people. And so they come out and release this long statement with all this, like, corporate gobbledygook that's like, um, actually, this is just, like, what we do, and it's normal, and we're not overstepping. It's the equivalent of... We investigated ourselves, found nothing wrong, and then they had to throw in conspiracy theorists spreading misinformation. like... like, (laughs) That literally reads to me. I can can sum it up for you. Fuck yeah, we do that shit. What are you going to do about it? Boom. <laughs> like, that's what it reads to me. That They're was like, them just pulling their dick out. Fuck you. <laughs> and just being like, yeah, sure. Shut up before we send HRT to burn your house down. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, they're they're definitely on one. They're on one for sure. That's sick, man. I, I love, like, that kind of, like, and I think even, like, layman will talk. Like, you could ask a normal layman if the FBI has become too politicized of an agency at this point. Uh-huh. And I think anybody would fucking agree they're a little too politis- political at this point. Like, they're out of control political. There's, like, a bunch of kind of, like, career, like, lefty dorks who've gotten in there who are really cool with this shit. And it's not, I don't even think it's just that, though. I think that's the direction they trended in. But I think the idea of being able to control public opinion and do shit like this is, like, they get hard over that. You know what I'm saying? Because that's not the kind of stuff they usually do. I mean... CIA does all that stuff. I know you say that a lot. Yeah. Like, this whole power angle. Yeah. Like, they get hard over it, but... I think in like a bigger context, it's more like how we talk about the state is always going to preserve itself, and these agencies are, you know, extensions of the state in a way. These agencies wouldn't exist without the state, even though these agents and agencies might be superior, like the CIA, you know, tells the White House what to do. Yeah. But when push comes to shove, the CIA wouldn't exist without the White House. So in a way, like it's still the state preserving itself. Then you have the duality of conservatism and progressivism. Well, what are our two options? Like we always talk about, stay put or move forward. So when the state wants to not only preserve its own power, but also expand it, it's going to put all its chips on the progressive side. Naturally. So it's, it's no wonder that we see these agencies taking a decidedly leftist approach to things because it only benefits them more. Right. And so I don't even know if it's like a getting hard psychopathic shit. It's just like the natural progression of things for this, like an an out of control agency, bloated federal agency, like any other one, essentially. And and they're always going to do the thing that protects their own self-interest. Right. Right. Which is how, at least how I can rationalize it aside from, yeah, they're all a bunch of dorks. Fucking nerds. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's funny. It's very funny just to like, I mean, because they just like this. This is like they think you don't have eyes kind of level of shit. Right. Like you can go through those files and emails and read it yourself right there. And it's funny because all they have to do is put this statement out and like even Fox read like read this statement and didn't like offer any pushback to it. You know what I'm saying? Even they're reading this and they're just like, yep, this is what they said. And like CNN would probably play this and be like. And they're exactly right, <laughs> you know, and like it's like the lukewarm push on Fox's part and then the complete hard push on CNN's part makes it so like the average person who only consumes shit from here is like, oh, yeah, I guess it is just a conspiracy theory, huh? Yeah. Kind of. It kind of does its work for them. Yeah. And that's that's all dialed in with the uh, what's it? Bernays. All the propaganda stuff, it's it's dialed in through MK Ultra. It's dialed yeah. in through predictive programming. Operation Mockingbird, they work with media, they work with movie sets. 
I mean, every little fucking thing about your reality is constructed. A hundred percent. Just fabricated right in front of you. So you can either choose to kind of like play along in the game, right? Or you can just kind of like shed that facade and be like, dude, I'm just going to focus on what is really important, what affects me, what matters to me and my immediate surroundings. And like, maybe I shouldn't get worked up about all this left, right bullshit because guess what? All this outrage and it's going to happen anyway. True, mm-hmm. true. Time and time again. So true. Unless, unless there's another January 6th, which nobody really wants. Ugh, that was the funniest day ever. But what I'm saying is without an actual, like, armed revolution, nothing's yeah. going to happen. And I'm not saying so not we need what, that. Yeah, so not what January 6th was. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm, I'm not saying we need that. Yeah. What I'm saying, though, is that as long as that doesn't happen, we're going to be stuck in this cycle of kicking the can down the road. Sure. Yeah, of course. Well, no, that's like it's a holding pattern. Um, but I also think that like the powers that be are doing their their most to kind of speed things up and uh, like kind of they're I don't know. It's they're going towards something here, and I'm not sure what it is. Sometimes you know when you just watch the moves that get made. Like I always think like it's like total control state, like Chinese style total control state. I think that's probably what's happening. You know, like they want to get to that because I mean this level of like government collusion with the press is insane. Like that just shouldn't happen. But again, I don't know how much of it is just like power, power, power and just like, well, if we implement all this like central bank digital currency, social credit system, all this shit like China does, we can just basically like, you know, watch everything that everybody's doing at all times have complete state, con- you know, I guess uh, control of the board. Sure, but not in like a not in like a get off kind of way, but like a, we're just gonna suck these people dry. We're just yeah, this is the easiest way to manage their humans. chattel. Yeah, yeah, we got to figure out. You know, unfortunately, we have all these fucking people here, and we got to do something about them. I so think kind of mentality. Maybe we can just enslave them and keep all the resources yeah. to ourselves. Keep them chasing their tails. Yeah. I don't know. But despite all that, I had two clips. Yeah. You know, we're going into the holiday season. I did kind of want to have a little bit of, I guess, positivity oh, yeah? in this episode. Yeah, because, you know, we talk a lot about just focusing on yourself and the N-word. And I don't know. Just kind of shedding the facade of like what reality actually is, because a lot of this stuff we put on ourselves, and you don't really have to. Right. Um, <coughs> so the first thing I wanted to talk about is this clip of a monk, um, and I'll let him speak for himself. But I think his advice is really good for people who actually want to make change. Right. Um, Change doesn't happen sitting on your ass and just wishing for change. So. Demon's hand, Buddha heart. Develop the demon hand while at the same time maintain the Buddha's heart. Demon and Buddha, you might say they are both very two different sides. Yeah, you need both. You need both. Demon hand, demon heart, no good. Then you are going to become a threat for this world. Demon hand, Buddha heart? 
to be able to access something and then decide upon your heart whether to use it or not. I think this is what we're looking for. So those are like a demon hand Buddha heart. Those are accessories from Elden Ring, I believe. Are they? <laughs> yeah, that's what he was talking about, Elden Ring, dog. <laughs> Oh, so this this wasn't deep at all. This was just video game talk. No, I'm just playing. I'm just, but yeah, no, that's uh, I mean, I understand what he's saying. Like, yeah, and and I mean, on one hand, you could take it as demon hand. Buddha heart is like demon hand. You need to be physically, you know, capable of violence, but yeah. be able to, you know, control it. But also, I see demon hand as like. You have the demon and the Buddha, the yin and the yang. You have the Buddha, the serenity in your heart. But the demon hand that's capable of destruction is also capable of, you know, it's working. It's doing something. It's also capable of building, mm -hmm. you know. So it might not be a demon hand in that sense, but it's discipline. Right. That's, that's another thing I got out of it. That's really what I got out of that sure. video was having discipline in whatever that may look like whether it's going to the gym whether it's you know quitting a habit mm -hmm. whether it's sticking to a schedule right. whether it's you know you know if you have this idealized vision of something i heard someone say one time you have to make the subconscious conscious sure. so you know when you want to see change in the world classic buddha quote or it may have been gandhi or buddha but uh be the change you want to see in the world i think that was gandhi um michael either, jackson Yes. <laughs> but I think it it does take that discipline of like, look, if you have an idealized vision of what you think things should be, sitting your ass at home playing video games and getting mad about it on the internet and writing Twitter posts, sincere posting, you know, the worst thing you can do. Yeah, God. <laughs> it just, we it's, all do it. it's such do it. a waste of energy though. It is. I feel like. No, it is. Having the, the discipline to like, have an idealized vision and then actually make the subconscious conscious to manifest it, to actually be positive and radiate positivity and, and be a good thing in the world. I mean, like if you're, if, if you think the world is bad and you're bad, then mm. you're just contributing to its badness. But if you think the world is a hundred percent bad and you're the one thing that's good, well then it's not completely bad. Damn. And it just be like that. That was like an underground rap song. Well, the last clip I'll play is Barry White, the seal or the walrus of love. <laughs> the sea light. You never heard Barry White called I, the walrus of love? I never heard him. He's a big fat guy with a low voice. Oh, dude, I don't think I've seen Barry White. <laughs> yeah, man, he's a walrus of love. But, you know, he was spitting bars on Arsenio Hall. So this clip oh, is. Oh, Arsenio this, Hall. Yeah, this oh, clip yes. is goaded. Oh. We are all gods on this planet, every man and every woman. We create life, we can take life, we control what goes into the sea, whether the fish can live or not. We decide if the trees can grow tall, we decide if the children will eat. We are very powerful beings on the planet Earth. You know, people tend to play down our power. Well, don't worry about it. This next guy do it, unless that's God above to do it. There's a lot of things that has to change on this planet Earth that only we can change. And until we embrace the fact that we are as powerful uh, as we are as beings, we're going to continue to make the mistakes and allow the mistakes to be made from our children 
to our adults, to our elderly, to whatever situation you want to talk about. Yeah, real silky smooth voice, that one. Oh, man. You know, he wrote all them hits. Mm-hmm. All the hits. But, yeah, man, I really like his whole style of, like, you know, don't downplay humanity and humans and shit. Like, I know we get bogged down <sighs> talking about the reptilians and the elites and what they're doing and yeah. fucking with us. But, you know, if you are the one good thing in the world, the world ain't completely bad. True. So I don't know. You said I, you're God. We're gods. You know, we get to pick what trees are. You can go cut down any tree in the park you want. Yeah. And you can just go do it. And you can, and you can turn it into a table. Yeah. You can turn it into a tech deck. You could turn it into a million tech decks. <laughs> a million. It's going to be a, a stunning waste of wood. <laughs> and, then get a, and then get a girlfriend and then you can do tech decks on her boobies. I know a lot of grown fun. guys that still play with tech decks. Girls love it on the first date when you whip out a tech deck and say, hey, can I do vert tricks on your boobies? Yeah, it's they love that works every time like a charm dude i think that'll time. break you out of your 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 spell we need I to get you need some to tech decks yeah that's what i need i need fucking tech decks that'll give me some pussy for sure <laughs> <laughs>